0: Welcome to Wyoming Pathway to Adventure. Places to go and ways to enjoy Wyoming's great outdoors. Brought to you by Wyoming State Parks, Office of Outdoor Recreation. Howdy. This is Pathfinder Bruce Shiliano, and our guest today is Game Warden, Jim Seaman. Hello, Jim. Hello, Bruce. So, Jim, what does a game warden do?
1: Well, there's several aspects to our job. Um, Historically, you know, the game wardens were the first wildlife managers in the state of Wyoming. So wildlife management is a major part of our job. We set seasons. We look at the data from previous harvests, uh, interview hunters. and, And that actually, that's what we're doing this time of year right now. So that takes about a third of our job. The other third, of course, is law enforcement. That's what most people think game wardens do is, you know, catch poachers.
0: Now, you were a certified beast officer in Wyoming?
1: Yes, I was. So, um, Bruce, i um, close to retirement, and this will be 31 years for me as, as a game warden.
0: Okay, so you do wildlife management, law enforcement, any other duties?
1: Yeah, a lot of public relations. Um, flying the colors for the Wyoming Game Fish Department, including hunter safety, talks to children's groups and other educational talks like that. So, yeah.
0: Now, are these the duties of game wardens
1: in most other states? You know, it varies, Bruce. Um, I think Wyoming is is fairly unique in that we do do a lot of the wildlife management. And I don't think a lot of other states conservation officers do that. Matter of fact, some conservation officers in other states just do law enforcement. And in their law enforcement... Practices include not, include not only hunting and fishing and boating, but also what a normal uh, peace officer or sheriff's office deputy would do, like robberies and, and speeding tickets like that. Um, but we're kind of traditional in that we spend a lot of time with wildlife management. So we're, we're slightly different than some of the other states.
0: You mentioned conservation officers. Uh, They're the same as game wardens, basically. Are there other names for game wardens?
1: You know, some states I've heard are are like, uh, I don't know, constables, I guess. And that goes back to the old sheriff's office name for them. But I think game wardens, conservation officers are the most common names.
0: How many game wardens are there in Wyoming?
1: You know, we have 50 warden districts in addition to that. Our supervisors have law enforcement capabilities. We have trainees and uh, seasonal employment, and I think that's not normally more than five to ten. In addition, our chief and assistant chief are certified peace officers. And then we have investigators. There's about five or six investigators statewide.
0: But the investigators don't do wildlife management or public relations?
1: No, they really don't. They, they're they limited to uh, larger in- investigated cases.
0: Now, I notice your uniform, Jim, and there is something distinctive about Wyoming game wardens and their uniforms.
1: Are you saying red? Is that what's distinctive, Bruce?
0: <laughs> yes, a bright red shirt, although they're less red than they used to be.
1: Yeah, a different varieties of red over the years, and I can't remember the exact date when the red shirt came to be, i think I think it was in the fifties, it might have been a little earlier than that.
0: Well, Jim, here's a, a little piece of trivia for you. now, it's kind of my understanding where game wardens in Wyoming are one of the only peace officers in the country to wear red uniform shirts, but there's a reason for that.
1: what is that, Bruce?
0: <laughs> well, this is my theory is Red used to be the color that hunters would wear. Before they were required to wear fluorescent orange or fluorescent pink, they were required to wear red. And game wardens in Wyoming started to wear red, so they would be seen in the field uh, as a safety measure, and that's how Wyoming game wardens came to wear red shirts.
1: Well, that makes perfectly good sense to me. That probably is
0: accurate. So we should go with it.
1: Yes, let's run with that. (laughs) Okay.
0: Now, um, some of our listeners may be familiar with the Joe Pickett series of books uh, that seem to portray the life of a Wyoming game warden (laughs) as one fraught with harrowing (laughs) adventures. Is that the case in real life? And and I, Jim, I only ask this because as a retired game warden myself, I got that question constantly.
1: Yes, and I probably get it quite a bit too, since I'm from the district, the Saddle String District, which is a, a real place and was a real post office in the 30s and 40s, which if you read some of C.J. Box's books, uh, that's kind of the... I guess the headquarters are where Joe Pickett was from was Saddlestring, Wyoming. So um, boy, it would be interesting if our everyday cases were like his, um, but unfortunately they're not. You know it was f- interesting. the first book, his very first book, I think it starts out this game warden, fictional game warden Joe Pickett was helping put up a stackyard or delivering a stackyard. Those are the protection around haystacks that keep wildlife out. And thats I thought that's very similar to what we do. We deliver stackers. Sometimes we help put them up. So a part of those books are very accurate on some of the day-to-day, not-so-exciting stuff that we do. Um, But the murders and stuff like that, I don't think that, I don't think, (laughs) I, I haven't had one of those
0: cases. You haven't had a murder?
1: No, no murders in the Buffalo District or all the other districts I work.
0: So have you had any exciting times, Jim?
1: Yeah, wildlife management aspects of it. I've, we've had lots of exciting times with mountain lions and bears. As far as that, um, I remember uh, a bear in, in town, in the town I was living at, was right in the middle of town in a park. And I had to keep the bear up the tree. And, and I had to run away for 10, 15 minutes to get the bear trap. So I left uh, the bear to the, a couple police officers in town. And I said, just keep the bear up in the tree. Well, they sat in their truck because there was a bear in a tree. But I, I took off running after the bear, and I managed to keep him up in the tree until we get the trap delivered. But he would come down and snap his jaws at me, and I'd run up the tree and or run around the tree, and he'd run back up, stuff like that, and, and mountain lions. I've, I've had to release several mountain lions that were caught in snares, and we had to put a, a neck snare around them and, and, uh, and get them out. Which um, you know, if you're wrestling a 130-pound mountain lion, that's a little excitement there.
0: How about human dangers?
1: You know, I I think most of us, most game wardens, pride themselves on not having a lot of uh, controversy. I mean, we have controversy, but not a lot of interactions that are really negative and hairy. We're, I guess we're we're smart enough to to see if it the situation's going to get scary that we'll back down or, or take a different route or change our questioning. So I think in 31 years, I've never had a situation where I, I really felt threatened, endangered, because I you know if I saw that coming and felt that coming, I, I can always back away, which I've done a couple times and, and kind of relax and, and calm things down. I think the most interesting, funnest things um, for game wardens is making a big case. And do, through a field necropsy or uh, examination of case like digging into a carcass, finding bullets or matching fire uh, tracks and boot prints or vehicle tracks and making a, dip, a difficult case through finding evidence, that to me is, is some of the most exciting things. It might be boring to somebody else, but if you can make a, a serious case through looking through all the evidence you can and put, piecing it all together... And sometimes that takes months. But those are some, I think, those are the most interesting things as far as what a game warden does. So do game wardens
0: in Wyoming collect their own forensics evidence?
1: Yeah, every game warden in Wyoming is not only a game warden, but he's also an investigator. We collect all the evidence, usually by ourselves, out in the middle of a field or in in the woods, collect it, bag it. If we have to send it to our own lab, and they can do more forensics on it. And we do... Other forensics as far as uh, digital equipment, cell phones and stuff like that. And we'll collect that stuff. Now we have a separate group. or Our investigators can look into uh, computers and cell phones and stuff like that. But in the field, what what you'd think, what a game warden really does, you know, get a call about a dead carcass with maybe its head cut off. Yeah, we do everything from the start to finish on those.
0: You mentioned the lab. Uh, Where is the lab at?
1: Wyoming Game Fish Department has our own Forensics lab, basically, and it's in uh, Laramie. It's a top-notch lab, one of the one of the best in the country. And when you watch television shows and series like NCI, NCI, um, and where they're matching DNA, um, a, a, a little speck of blood to a glove or a, a rubber glove or out in the snow, that's all accurate. That's all true. So you
0: could match a drop of blood on a tailgate of a pickup truck to a particular animal?
1: Yes, it's been done numerous times. Yeah, it's, it's quite interesting, and, and it, you don't need much. Just like on the television shows, just a speck of blood is all it takes.
0: Now, you alluded to this a little bit earlier. When you're talking to people and sensing that uh, things might be getting tense or somebody might be angry, as a game warden, you talk to a lot of people.
1: Yes, yes.
0: And these people aren't always breaking the law?
1: Oh, no. You know, 90, 95 percent, maybe 99 percent of people aren't breaking the law.
0: Now, some folks may be familiar with the term community policing. And does that apply to Wyoming game wardens?
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, I think community policing is is just being out, invisible to to where the public sees you. And I think that's a big uh, part of our job. You mentioned red shirts. And the other thing that most commonly what game wardens drive in Wyoming is a green truck. So um, just for people seeing somebody in a red shirt and a green truck, that's that's community policing. I think that's being out and, like I said earlier, waving the flag of the Wyoming Game Fish Department.
0: Now, do you know most people in your community?
1: I like to think so. The the people that are, you know, the avid hunters and fishermen. Yeah. So I'm, you
0: build relationship with them.
1: Oh, most definitely, yes. And that, that's an extremely important part of our job, building, building relations. relations. Yep.
0: Do you ever find that people get nervous, say they were fishing, and you go up to ch- uh, chat with them? And what's your purpose? Somebody's out there fishing on a stream. Why do you go up to them and start talking to them?
1: Well, there are several reasons. Uh, the biggest thing, well, probably the biggest thing for Game wardens is make sure that they're following all the rules and regulations. But another thing is just like we talked about, public relations, see how the fishing's been, if they fished any place else, and how the fishing compares here to there. And in general, throughout the whole summer, spring, or even in the winter, here, ice fishing. So yeah, it's it's several fold of why we visit with people. And you mentioned about nervousness. Yeah, it's interesting. And I've had people that I've checked, they're visibly nervous. I mean, shaking. And I don't know if, what that's from. Maybe Maybe they they came from another state where game wardens or conservation officers have a little different, I guess, perspective on on things. But, you know, uh, we go into it all, and our primarily when we walk up to a hunter or fisherman or somebody on a boat, we've been told many years that, well, you guys are different from where I moved from 15 years ago. You guys just like to chat to us and ask how it's going and how's your day going. And then maybe later in the conversation, can I see your hunting license or your fishing license? And that's, I think, how all game wardens in Wyoming act as far as public contacts.
0: Well, Jim, you're going to retire in just a few days and we all
1: wish you luck. Well, thank you, Bruce. It's been a long journey and it's been fun. Thanks for
0: stopping by today.
1: All right, you have a good day.
0: Join us each week on Wyoming Pathway to Adventure. Your outdoor adventure awaits in Wyoming.